2: The Credit Show podcast with Harry Jacobs starts now. Regarding protecting your credit, this is a, a topic where I'll get a lot of calls regarding the credit freeze or the extended fraud alert. You know, there are things that happen, obviously that that cause us all to, you know, panic. I got a call, I guess, three weeks, four weeks ago, from a friend of mine's daughter. And you know, when when one of your friends' kids calls you, you, you drop everything. What? what happened you okay tell me you know what I mean you, you kind of go into that protective mode and she said I you know Harry I, I I get this alert on my credit and I got a phone call from you know American Express but we went through the whole thing and by the way this is a, a a girl that's 20 I think she's 24 maybe or 25 years old she's already got a, a score that's near 800 she's done a fantastic job at managing her credit but she got a, a call from American Express there was an attempt to open up an account in her name. And I said, listen, do you remember a few years ago we I had you put that extended fraud alert on your credit? And she said, yeah. I said, well, that is why you got the phone call from American Express. I said, I'd be willing to bet that nothing happened and everything is okay, but let's take a look at it. She said, all right, can I tell you what I did first? Can I, you know, and you know how kids are. Can, can I tell you what I did? Can I tell you what I did? Of course you can. Take, take a deep breath and tell me what you did. She said, I froze my credit report. I froze all three of them. I said, okay, no no harm there. So I thought it would be something that would make sense to explain to you what a credit freeze is versus what an extended fraud alert is. All right. First, the credit freeze is known as also as a security freeze. So if you were to Google it and figure out how to do it on your own, credit freeze, security freeze, same thing. It's just a measure that restricts access to your credit reports. When should you use it? You you use it in, in the way that we just talked about with my friend's daughter. If you have experienced identity theft, you you know, you can use it kind of prophylactically, uh, if you'll excuse the terminology. I I get that from Jake and Elwood. You can just keep the freeze on there if you want to do that. It's a preventative measure that can mitigate the risk of fraud, right? And with 12 to 15 million people a year experiencing identity theft, it's a good idea. When the report is frozen, you know, the big question is who can access my report if it's frozen or security freeze? has been put on there and it's frozen from most potential creditors like a lender or you know a credit card company they won't be able to access it if you go try to buy a car and you've got the security freeze then they won't be able to get in there and approve you you'll have to lift that now there are exceptions to that rule existing creditors can get into your credit and see it government agencies can see it and certain businesses with whom you have an existing relationship may still have access to your report. And the way that you freeze it is very easy. You can do it through the apps, Experian and Equifax. I'm not sure about TransUnion. I believe TransUnion as well. I don't use theirs. But I know I see it on my Experian and Equifax app. TransUnion, there's an option to do it you know, right from their home page. You don't have to pay for this. It's it's absolutely free if you need it. And you can get those free accounts from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, and just right write through their home pages and, and do it. The app feature is kind of nice to be able to just turn it on and off from your phone if you're going to be applying for credit just to have that as a convenience. You have to provide a PIN number and a little additional information to verify who you are and, and all that. By the way, removing it is just as easy. You do it online very easily. You don't have to wait days and days or weeks, or you don't have to write to them and and, and do any of that. So that's one way. The other thing I want to tell you about, and I, and I alluded to this at the beginning of the segment, I don't want to go too long, but when the Equifax data breach happened in 2018, I advised everyone that I could to go and get an extended fraud alert on your credit. And the difference between the fraud alert and the credit freeze is the fraud alert will cause anyone that you apply for credit from, you know, you you go buy a car, you go try to open up a credit card or at a department store, what the bureaus will do is they will put that fraud alert on your credit report. By the way, you do it with one bureau. They have to pass it to the other two. And then anytime you apply for anything, that company who you apply with has to call you at the number that you've provided on the fraud alert form. So either one of them I think are fine. I I don't use the freeze. I use the extended fraud alert myself, but if you need any information on any of this, obviously you can pick up the phone and call or go to the website and book an appointment with me. I'm happy to help you out.
0: You've been listening to the credit show podcast with Harry Jacobs. If you need assistance with your credit, text credit to 702 778